Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to The Subjective Truth. Written and produced by Jeremy Ellett. Starring Addison Peacock as Graham Anderson. The Subjective Truth is a work of serialized fiction. If this is your first time listening to The Subjective Truth, please start with Episode 1. Wake up, we're almost there. Almost where? You look pretty wasted, man. Are you okay? I think I fell asleep. Yeah, you were out like a light, but don't worry, I turned your recorder on so you won't miss a thing. Shit, it's still recording? Here, Graham, drink this. A little bit of cold water can't hurt you. Actually, cold water has probably killed millions of people. What? Drowning, hypothermia... Tsunamis, bloods... I said a little bit, Pat. Shut the fuck up. What are we doing? 
We're almost to the spot. Ooh, exciting. Graham, tonight you're going to meet the goat man of Runberry Road. What, like an urban legend? Something like that. I need to go back to my hotel. I have a flight to catch in the morning. Should I try to turn around? No, keep driving straight and kill the headlights. <laughs> no, not really, goddammit. Turn him back on. The tires hummed on the asphalt while cold, tense wind came in through a cracked window. Every few minutes, Pat would take a long pull on her vape pen, and I would watch as a large cloud curled out the window to find its place in the sky. I felt off, to say the least. Eventually, the car slowed to a stop as we came upon a big, white smiley face painted on the road. Really, Pat? A fucking smiley face? Tell me that shit's not creepy as fuck. Just gotta make it work. Now, the way I've always heard it told is that the Goatman is a human-goat hybrid, some sort of failed government experiment from the 60s, a doctor, no, a scientist, who couldn't wait for the human trials and decided to try it on himself. I heard it was just a deformed human, like a circus freak or something. <clears throat> According to the legend, the goat man fled the facility and continued to thrive in the woods, completely off the grid, in a black bar. And if you wish to meet the goat man, all you have to do is park your car in front of the white smiley face, flash your headlights three times, kill the engine, and get out. Is she coming with us? Eh, no. Pat had a nasty run-in with the goat man when we were kids, didn't you, Pat? Didn't you? Didn't you? Ah, fuck it. I hate you. She's just gonna wait in the car. Now we wait and see if tonight is our night. Not everyone is lucky enough to hear the goat man's call. Sounds like an easy way to explain why no one sees him. That's exactly what I used to think. Lucky you, Graham. Looks like you get to meet the goat man. Lucky me. Now, the thing is, once you hear the goat man's call, you need to remain silent. I definitely would not recommend honking your car horn three times. It really pisses the goat man off. Graham, let's go. Maybe we can get eyes on this monster. We make it a little way down the road, and a black barn comes into view. Here it is. That's where we're going? You know, there are lots of rumors online that this barn was demolished, but as you can see, the Goatman's barn still stands to this day, waiting for those brave enough to approach it. Come on. Unless you're too scared. I'm more concerned about trespassing on private property. We came this far. Let's just go check it out.
You hear that? It sounds close. At this point, I should have figured things out. I never should have gone to the barn with Jack. Here, help me with the door. What's going on here? We didn't want you going back home without a story to tell. <laughs> Five strangers, two women and three men, were all standing in the barn when I walked in. And they were all armed with bright green, yellow, and orange super soakers. Water guns. But they were full of some sort of adhesive liquid. I'm not sure what you're planning to do, but please. I won't lie, Graham. This might hurt. What? What are you doing? Please don't do this. You don't have to do this. I could feel my fingers clinging together, and then they brought out the chicken feathers. Tiny white feathers <laughs> rained down on me from what all sides. What the fuck? By the time the trash bags were empty, I was completely covered. Grant, I'd like for you to meet the Goatman of Runbury Road. Why are you doing this? It's your stupid show, Graham. The podcast? I'm just trying to help. You're not just trying to help. If you were, you wouldn't be talking about aliens and fucking alternate dimensions. Who the fuck is that helping? You misquote, and you lie, and you exaggerate. Why anyone would trust you is beyond me. Why do you care? I'm not going to let you turn my home into another Roswell. And I'm damn sure not going to let you accuse me and my friends of being cannibals. What? You don't recognize us? We're the Garys. We're the boogeymen who eat people, right? Don't we look scary? Are you going to eat me? Dude, no. That's what I'm saying. We don't eat real people. All I'm guilty of is enjoying the flavor of a particular sandwich and talking about the merits of that sandwich online with a small group of like-minded friends. So, you don't eat people? No. We don't eat real people. That's disgusting. But an artificial lab-grown replication of human meat slow-roasted and soaked in barbecue sauce? That makes an amazing meal called the Long Pulled Pork Sandwich. And I'm not going to feel bad for saying I like how it tastes. No one's getting hurt. No one is dying. It's a victimless lunch with a low-carbon footprint. Now go make sure everyone around the world hears me when I say, the Garys don't eat real people. This better be on the next episode. Quote me. You remember my name, right? Jack tossed my recorder on the ground a few feet in front of me, and they drove away, leaving me alone, covered in glue and chicken feathers. The night colored the landscape into one amorphous black blob. No streetlights or passing cars. My world was dark, desolate, and cold as fuck. But my phone still had some life, so I was able to order a ride. 
It was going to be a long drive back to the Blue Mesa, but luckily the car was equipped with the Layback Entertainment System. Welcome to the Layback Theater, brought to you by Double. Where would you like to go today? You have selected Welcome to Wonderland, Episode 1. Please confirm your purchase or enter a promo code. You have entered promo code subjective. Is this correct? Thank you. The windows flickered to an opaque black and then came to life, transforming the inside of the vehicle into the bright, colorful hues of Wonderland. Before we take you to Wonderland, please enjoy this special sneak peek for our upcoming true crime auto drama, On the Hunt for Mr. Kool-Aid. Once upon a time, up in the mountains, there were two friends who were inseparable. Until... I hate you. for Mr. Kool-Aid stars, Lena Waithe, Ruby Rose, Andy Daly, and you. Get in line. Drink the Kool-Aid. Halloween 2022. Exit layback. The windows were once again filled with the harsh terrain of New Mexico. A low hum vibrated my thoughts as I watched the landscape pass. Everyone talks about an energy permeating through Taos. A magnetism. A pull. I was starting to feel it. Something was guiding me. Telling me I needed to be here. I spent an hour in the shower scrubbing off feathers and glue, and afterward I fell asleep face down on top of the comforter. Now knock it the fuck off. 
How was your stay? Below average. Oh no, I'm so sorry to hear that. Please let us know if there's anything we can do to help make you better at enjoying your time. Actually, I think I'd like to file a complaint against an employee. Oh no, we have these common cards and tiny pencils. Do you happen to remember their name? Yeah, it's Jack. Jack Piano? I... Well, that can't be possible. What do you mean? Jack Piano has not been with us for almost two years. Are you trying to tell me he's another ghost story? No, what I'm trying to say is that he was fired a very long time ago. Oh. Not everything is a ghost story, Mr. Anderson. This has been one of the strangest weeks of my life. I searched for dead bodies with Lucille Ball and Mr. Feeney. I exchanged supernatural notes with a ghost. I watched a woman ride a unicycle and spin plates on her fingertips while I struggled to keep wing sauce off my shirt. I saw a full-grown man baby rap over the Wonder Years theme song, and I watched a cat do stand-up comedy. And I was tarred and feathered for the first time in my life. I am the Goat Man of Taos. And maybe, in some strange way, it was all worth it. You, madam, where will you find Fen's treasure? Oh my god, are you a fucking banana? Yeah, I'm a banana. But do not let that distract you. What did you ask me again? Never mind. I'm moving on. Because this banana knows when to split. What you're hearing is the audio from a 2014 YouTube video titled, I Meet the Fen Treasure Hunters. It's part of an ongoing series of I Meet videos starring YouTuber The Anti-Dope. His whole shtick is that he mock interviews members of different fringe groups. And while he does it, he's always dressed in ridiculous costumes. At the Fen Treasure meetup, he's wearing a banana costume. You, sir, where will you find Fen's treasure? Well, I recently discovered that Hard Sulphur Springs used to be called Warm Springs. A few miles downstream through Bias Canyon, and you're in a prime fishing spot for brown trout. Take the canyon down, the house of brown trout, it has to be somewhere nearby. Man with the plan, what's your name? Philip. Philip Rubick. But why does this matter? Because Philip Brubaker's remains were discovered in the Carson National Forest by me. When my flight landed back in Austin, I received two voicemails. Graham, buddy, I wanted to reach out to you and let you know that the remains we found have been positively identified, but unfortunately, it wasn't Buddha Klein. Some of the family members of the deceased wanted to personally thank you. I hope you don't mind, but I did provide them with your contact information. If you ever need us again, just give me a call. I'd be happy to help. Also, don't forget to check out autopsies and automobiles. And if you can, leave us a review. It really helps. Hello? This message is for a... Graham Anderson? 
My name is Jessica Brubaker. I, uh... I guess I'm calling to say thank you for finding my brother Philip. The Subjective Truth is a Good Point podcast. Written and produced by Jeremy Ellett. This episode featured performances from Josh Rubino, Bailey Cucero, Baggio Alvarado, Aurore Gother, Roger J. Thatcher, Connie Kitts, Ferry Vandervood, Lauren Ezzo, and Addison Peacock as Graham Anderson. Vocal direction by Danielle Ellett. Editing and sound design by Jeremy Ellett. Music by Baggio Alvarado. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.